Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, live music capital world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. President Trump's 2A legacy. That's right. Bump stocks confiscated. AR pistol braces confiscated. Polymer 80s confiscated. President Trump's the worst pro-gun administration in the history of the United States. My call in number is 512-643-5483. That's 512-643-5483. Come and talk and explain to me why he's not the worst pro-Second Amendment president that we've had in the history of this country. Your bump stocks, they've been confiscated. We have a company that has lost millions of dollars because they had to destroy all of their inventory because of this administration. AR pistol braces, AR pistols are being confiscated because this administration is so busy doing other things, they're not defending the Second Amendment. They're not stopping this from happening. The power is in the hands of this current administration to stop the ATF from confiscating AR pistols. Polymer 80s are being confiscated. Gun stores, manufacturers are being raided right now as we speak because this current administration will not step in and do what needs to be done. This is the worst pro-gun administration in the history of the United States. Call me, explain to me, explain to me why I'm wrong. i like to know why I'm wrong. We have also inside the studio, man, I got Cody Wilson. What's going on, Cody? How you doing, sir? How you doing, Mike? I forgot about the microphones. <laughs> I, I forgot it worked that way. That's right. What's going on, Cody? How you doing, hey, sir? Man, I'm happy. Man, welcome to Come and Talk It. Thanks. <laughs> I, I agree with your, your opinion about Mr. Trump's administration. Is this not crazy? Isn't it funny how the, the best Second Amendment advocate we have has a out of control atf that he can't apparently control right and it, it, this this administration's in control of the and, and 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 i'm hearing excuses from a lot of people they're saying well he's you know this is because of a rogue atf agency rogue 
This is the president. He can fire whoever yeah. he wants to fire. He's a president or At he is moments notice. Right? I mean, he, get, he doesn't need permission. <laughs> I was told he was given a list in 2016 of everybody he needed to fire at ATF. He didn't uh, He didn't even look at it. And then people are saying, they're giving me excuses. Well, you know, I, I don't. I don't really care about bump stocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it didn't even bump stocks. That's the problem. It's that they allowed ATF to create a framework for destroying or reclassifying they, Accessory. Yeah, they, they put a test case out there. Hey, let's see what happens if we do this. Yeah, yeah, out of whole cloth. No <laughs> statutory basis. Trump's like, get rid of it. ATF's like, sure, we'll take that power. We'll get rid of it. Yeah, what are you going to do? Let's let's take their bump stocks and see what they say about it. Yeah. Nothing. You know what, Mike? Actually, I'm here. I'm, I'm the pro-Trump uh, devil's advocate now. That's the last time. That'll be the last time ATF ever does that, don't you think, Mike? Really? That'll be the last time. This time? But that was it. That no, was it? No more. No more. You can you can count on that. I can count on that. Just because they, they took that. Yeah, they took that. Because they, they won't take because anything Because the NRA else. and Trump says so. They're not going to take anything else, though. Nothing no. else. Because government's good, though, right? Trump's playing 3D chess. Because we can trust, we, we can trust <laughs> the, Say it again? It's a cue post. Trump's playing 3D chess. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> it's part of the plan. Just like how next week everybody's going to get arrested and Trump's going to come riding horseback right back into office. He's going to pardon everybody. <laughs> yeah. He's he, he's going to give you your AR pistol braces back on January. January 20th, the morning before he walks out of the White House yeah. to go down to, yeah. you know, to, for the next president to be sworn in, he's going to pardon you and give you your AR pistol braces back. It's all turning around. That's just what's going to happen. Darkest just he has the dark. power to do it. I'm here to tell you. Your polymer 80s are confiscated. I don't care about polymer 80s. Yeah, what about your your 30 round mags? They're coming for those necks. Yeah, I saw a post uh, or a reply, a comment on one of your posts, and the guy said, what do you need a bump stock for, man? There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, just, yeah, just, just, just. Oh man, I tell you, it, it hurts. This, this is, this is just sad. It's All sad. the way up until what? Do, what do you mean you don't need a? What do you need anything more than a twenty-two single shot cabinet locked <laughs> <laughs> pistol in the ATF's office? You don't even need that. You just, <laughs> just get a BB gun, dude. Yeah, why why shoot, would you? Why do you need a gun that the thing. ATF keeps for you? You know. Uh, always and ever. And I'm telling you, man, if you don't, if we don't fight this, if this is what pro gun looks like, oh boy, we got a rough six months ahead of us. Yeah. Oh boy. And, and see, here's, here's the problem, people. You know, I expect to get something like this from a Democrat president. I expect for Biden to step into office for, and for us to fight for the entire four years, you know, uh, for everything. That's what I expect. You know, we're gearing up for that. But what we don't expect is to get it from a Republican president. That's the problem. You're not supposed to get this from a pro Second Amendment president. We're not supposed to hear. We, we, I shouldn't lose my AR pistols by a pro Second Amendment president, a Republican president. This is sad. This is pathetic. And the fact that you're letting this president do this without stepping in and saying anything says you're despicable. This this is on your heads. This is all your fault. My call in number is 512-643-5483. That's 512-543-5483. I'm sorry, 512 Five four eight three. Come and tell me I'm wrong. Call me. Explain it to me. Maybe no one's calling, Mike. Maybe everybody agrees with you. They better. Because <laughs> I said it. All right, so, man. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> right. I said what I said. Worst pro-gun administration in the history of this country. All right, so, man, what, what's going on with, um, with Defense Distributed? Hey. Well, uh, look, three political crises on top of each other really drive gun sales. I'm sure that that's a narrative that you've seen quite a bit. Uh, people not knowing who would be president, people not knowing if they'll have a business or a livelihood, that creates a lot of demand. It creates a lot of demand for homemade guns, gun software, 
So we've done very well like the rest of our industry this year, uh, except for those people who let everything sell out of stock thinking they'd get some again, right? Some, you know, I haven't seen a Glock 19 since May. But, uh, you know, we've done very well. And people don't understand that. They don't understand, you know, the fact that a lot of our parts and pieces, even some whole guns, the majority of our whole guns come from overseas. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, that stuff is not made in the United States. A and lot when, of supply when, chain disruption in COVID. And there's and there's breaking news coming out of England. Yeah. Breaking news out of England. England is shutting down, and there's mass chaos because there's a, another strain of COVID-19 coming out of England, and people are trying to get out, and they can't get out. They're shutting it down, shutting down the airports, the train, the roads. Everything's getting shut down, and they're panicking over in England because this this other strain of COVID is, is out. And so they're just freaking out. And and how convenient. Yeah. How convenient. It is convenient. Right when there's a vaccine for the first strain, then all of a sudden there's a new strain. I mean, talk about timing, right? I've heard there's thousands of strains at this point, right? So you have this uh you have it's dozens, never gonna end. dozens of political narratives over. Never and over going and over to again. end. We the will be dealing never with going away. Corona until the day we die. You're gonna have a, a passport, you're gonna have a vaccine id card you're gonna have it all man they might start tattooing our wrists gonna take that mark of the beast (laughs) you know who did that (laughs) who's that hitler (laughs) i'm not a fan of history but tell me nazis (laughs) they they tattooed the jews wrists when they sent them to gas to get gas i heard about that guy yep that's what they did all right so we're gonna have on the show we're gonna have antonia okifer uh she's gonna She's going to be on the She's show. On the phone. She's yeah. on the phone. All right. Well, let's welcome to the show Antonia. Antonia, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in forever. I know it's been a while. I'm doing well. How are you? All right. <laughs> so tell me, what have you been doing? What have you been doing with yourself? What are you working now? Oh man, I am the national spokesperson for Gun Owners of America. Wow. So, yeah, the only good two A company uh, um, organization. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. I I personally agree. I'm biased. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was, it's been a hoot. Well, just listening to you guys talk the last few minutes about, oh man, uh, this administration and what has partaken, uh, the last few months as well. So, but yeah, it's good to be back on with you. Absolutely. And so, so you're with Gun Owners of America and today we're going to talk to you about, we're talking to uh, Antonia about mandatory gun buybacks. She was on Fox a week or two ago talking about that. And, but we also wanted to get your opinion, opinion on the uh, 80% lowers and bump stocks and just in general, what the ATF is doing and what uh, this administration, what the ATF is doing under this administration. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, Man, the ATF. I mean, the thing is, though, do are we really surprised? I mean, the, the the whole reason why the ATF exists is to be an infringement on our Second Amendment. Um, they just come up with really creative ways every single time, like with this pistol brace nonsense in the Palmer 80s. Um, but yeah, like I forgot who was talking about it specifically. But I mean, at the end of the day, though, we until January 21st, right, 2021st. I mean, this is still the Trump administration and he, we at GOA have actually called for Trump lately um, to fire uh, Regina Lombardo. So that's the problem that we have right now is that there are people, I think, who still don't believe that part of the situation that we have is a president that decided not to take action when he said he would in 2016. Yeah, and, and he said it. He said he's going to stand up for the Second Amendment. They're not going to come for this. They're not going to come for that because I am going to stand up for you. 
and they he was applauded, mm-hmm. you know, at the you know every convention, CPAC everywhere, and you know he said he wasn't going to come after our guns, and here we are, you know, with this this so-called rogue agency, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, coming after uh, bump stocks, gone, AR pistol braces, gone, polymer eighties are going right now, AR pistols are going right now. And so this is just crazy. I'm just, you know, this is this is going to set us up for a crazy 2021. Mike, Mike, last month, Regina and her assistant director were caught on like home video, you know, like secret recording meeting uh, illegally with the Biden transition team on a conference call. And this before Trump had approved any type of transition. And he really still hasn't with his directors of his agencies. But uh, Regina and her director uh, were asked by the ATF transition. What are your priorities? What is ATF? want to take care of mm-hmm. and regina's answer was braces we want to get rid of braces we want to deal with that and we got to deal with these 80 percent firearms those are the two highest priorities and the, the biden government now sees okay this is what we're going to work on for you when we're, when we're incoming and that's you know isn't that crazy it is crazy <laughs> it, it's, that that's the highest priority like nothing else nothing to do with all the other yeah. issues that the atf is supposed to be focused on but that those two things are the highest priorities I mean, I think it just shows right there what what their real aim is, and it's really to be focused on us, the the honest uh, American who's just trying to go day by day, or a, a disabled person who uses a pistol braces. Why that was invented in the first place? Um, that we are the highest priority. I think that just goes to show that we are enemy number one for them, and it's always been that way, and it always will. That's why. I, that's why GLA has always said abolish ATF. There is no reforming. There's nothing like that. There's just defund and abolish ATF. That's the only way we can go forward. We're talking with Antonia. She's with Gun Owners of America. We're talking with Cody Wilson from Defense Distributed. We're talking about President Trump's to a legacy bump stocks confiscated, AR pistols confiscated, polymer 80s confiscated. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, we're in the studio today talking about the President Trump's, uh, his 2A legacy. You know, he's going to leave office after four years. And what is he going to leave behind as far as the Second Amendment is concerned? Well, we're losing our bump stocks. We've lost those. We're losing our AR pistol braces. They're going away. We're losing our polymer 80s. They're going away. And this is all happening under his administration. Uh, but you know what? In Austin, Texas, we had a young uh, a family that owns a restaurant in Austin. Uh, and you're looking at this video right now where guy goes into a restaurant. He breaks into the restaurant in Austin, Texas. And the family, you know, shares this video with the police. They identify the person. The person gets arrested and then gets taken to jail. And then he is he's able to bail himself out of jail. He bails out or they released him, you know, on bond on his own recognizance or how they do that. And so. Why he's out on bail, why he's bailed out, he breaks into the same restaurant again. So this family calls the police, the Austin Police Department, again, say, hey, the same guy that broke into my restaurant before that you guys arrested has broken into the restaurant again while he's out on bail from jail. So the Austin Police Department tells, uh, tells the family, now this restaurant owner, well, don't call us, call the court and let the court figure it out. You know, we have a problem with our court system and, you know, and unfortunately, and the, the police should have gone and arrested this guy again, you know, and thrown it back on the court uh, because, you know, this what is this family supposed to do? This guy, he comes to my class. He comes to take a license to carry handgun course. He's like, you know, because they won't, you know, they're they're having their property damaged, destroyed. It's it's not it's being damaged and destroyed to the fact that it's not enough for him to file an insurance claim. So he has to pay for it. And he's out of pocket, you know, and it, this adds up over time. Yeah, so this is a weird one. I looked over the footage, and we'll get back to that. He's going to be in studio in about 20, 30 minutes. But before uh, before we get on to that, I think we need to talk to Antonia real quick because she has to go to church. So let's talk oh, to her yeah, about the gotta, mandatory gun buyback. we got to let fast. her go ahead and praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. You know, I don't like holding up church now. All right, so Antonia, let's talk about this gun buyback program. So what's going on with this? All right, so we come back. We're going to get Antonio back, and we'll find out what's going on with that buyback program. Uh, but, yeah, this, this guy breaks into, you know, this restaurant here in Austin, Texas, uh, several times. And we're going to find out how many times from the owner of the restaurant and, you know, gets arrested, goes to jail, bails himself out of jail, you know, and then <laughs> the guy, uh, while he's out on bail, breaks into the restaurant again. You know, this family calls the police, and the police tell him, well, don't call us, call the court, you know. It's, this is just crazy. What are, what are people supposed to be? What are business owners are supposed to do in this town uh, with this homeless situation? Uh, what are they supposed to do? You know, we, it's like, they, what are they? When they come to me and tell me, Michael, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to tell them? What I do? Just tell them to shoot them? Is that what they want me to start doing? I should just shoot them. Shoot them. That's what you do. That's the only thing I'm, I have left to say. Because this is crazy. If they, if they can't get any recourse, any help from the... The police department, they can't get any help from the court. What are they supposed to do? Mike, I'll tell you, when I was out on bail and I and I did something, maybe if I, like, sneezed in the wrong place, I'll tell you, the, the cops would have found, they would have come and found me if you called well, them. Well, why don't you I'll start you robbing that. food trucks instead? 
Uh, you know, honestly, robbing food trucks or camping under the overpass, maybe they maybe they wouldn't care about Might it. Might be a good living. Yeah, yeah, not a bad option. What do you think, tech. Michael? Ugh. I don't know. I, mean, I don't even. I, I, you know, I, I just have to, you know, just 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 hold it in and and tell these people, you know, the best thing to do is you did the right thing. The right thing is to call the police. And if you didn't get anything, you know, from the police, what you need to do is, you know. Call, you know, a supervisor at the police department and try to get to the police chief and say, look, you need something done. You need this person arrested again and yeah. brought back to the court, yeah. you know, and, and let, yeah. you know. But let, that's not going to work. Way. Just let you know. You, you have to do that. So, yeah, so but it's ho- not going to work. Well, we're going to bring this to light today and hopefully someone, an, another news agency will pick it up and, you know, and, and, and then get the person arrested. So the only way you can get somebody arrested for robbing you is, be, is by, is by knowing somebody who has a radio show? Is by knowing Michael Cargill? Sad. The champion of the people? Sad. All right, we got Antonio Okafor back on the phone. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm back. <laughs> All right, Antonio. So, Sorry, you know, what's what's going on with this buyback program? What's up with this? Oh, yeah. Well, it's essentially uh, Biden saying that he's going to give us a choice, right? Quote, unquote, choice uh, when he becomes president. And, um, I mean, the thing is that we all knew that we were, he, Biden wanted to have some influence on Beto O'Rourke, where Beto would bring in somebody who was going to be either he would be him who's the czar on the whole hell yeah we're going to take your ar-15s and your ak-47 that was not a blind threat uh and biden loved that idea so he of course made his deputy chief of staff uh the former campaign manager of Bill o'rourke and she is all for mandatory buybacks and before i know the, the next thing that you guys are going to say well how can you buy something back when we never purchased it from them in the first place yeah, I get it. It's just that's that's the name, the vernacular that they're using, um, which we've been hearing for a long time. So just wanting to see if that's actually going to happen, we'll see. But for the most part, I wouldn't put any type of threat that he puts out as empty. Right. And because I'm curious of what, what's going to happen if people say, you know what, well, what if I don't, I don't want to sell it? I think I really keep it. It's sentimental to me. <laughs> is, is this right. like executive, he would do this with executive action? Is that the latest news on this or what? You know, interesting enough, he's said that he, he understands that he can't just do that with executive action. Um, we'll see if he really understands that. But really, he's just going to go through how all the other anti-gun uh, people have gone through is either ATF or um, doing something like, for example, the choice I was talking about, where either you can sell it to the government or you're going to have to put your name on a registry. Um, pay $200 fine um, through the NFA, of course, and just continue an expansion of the NFA going forward. So it's really not a choice when it comes down in the end of it. Yeah, of course it's not. I mean, that's not their end game. You got to look at what the, what these types of people's end game is to, de- to mm-hmm. decipher what their motive is. You know what I mean? Like, if they're motivated by power, then the end game is power, yeah? I mean, they're, they're not going to stop it at... At, at any certain increment until they have complete control. And honestly, what it is, is it's a state monopoly on violence. That's really what it boils down to. I respect Yeah, and it's another registry. It's just an, all of the, the pistol braces, the Palmer 80s, everything. Like, this, these are all just maneuvers in order to get what they want. More restrictions. For us to be and- like, yeah, restrictions, yeah. registration, complication. That's how I always. Goes. And it's and I and I always say, and maybe you guys disagree with me, but I always say this is not a left versus right. It's not Democrat and Republican, as we see, as Michael has constantly said. You've been saying this for for months. Is that it's Trump's one of the worst presidents on two A ever. It's not Republican Democrat. It's it's people that want freedom and liberty against people that are either 
think they want that and they're going about it the wrong way or people that don't. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hey, this is AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about uh, the Trump legacy. We're talking with uh, Antonia Okafor with Gun Owners of America. Antonia. She's off the phone now. She had to go. All right, awesome. She had to go to church. She had to praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. You know, we love doing that. All right, so but we have inside the studio Cody Wilson. I'm excited about this, Cody. What's up, Mike? Welcome back, man. I tell you, Cody, this is like the first interview you've done since you know for a long time. Man, I'm just kind of I'm just now coming out of my my shadow, crawling out from you under my totally rock. Totally different. You got your color yeah. back. You were I took know, the iron pill. Yeah, because you, I mean, man, you're all pale. <laughs> you were nervous about it. It was like you're like a little hurt little puppy. I I'm said, still pretty pale. Yeah, but you know, I, it, a glass would break and you would just shake and oh, shiver. It's true, man. I it, felt I felt sorry. Any for waitress me. would come up to us and be like, I think she's underage. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think she is, Mike? <laughs> Mike, don't let me talk to her, Mike. <laughs> but now, Mike, yeah, you know, 28, man. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're totally different now. You got your color back. Uh, you're, well, you you're, know, you're standing strong. You, know you, you, you almost, you're an alpha dog now. Thank again, you, again. I think, I think 2020 just happened for me about six months earlier than the rest of America. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody caught up now. <laughs> <laughs> they caught up to you. Yeah. Hey, welcome to your world. Now we're all on probation. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, oh, go on know, vacation, Antonio, come back on probation. Antonio gave me an idea. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, okay, remember Obama, uh, cash for clunkers, the most the most popular part of uh, Recovery and Reinvestment Act, mm-hmm. at least for the people, right? It was like, oh, money for your car or whatever, cash for clunkers. So I think if Biden somehow got away with it, mm. where it's like, oh, we're going to do a buyback, conservatives, gun people, we, re- we rebrand it, cash for plinkers. And then we just create, we make as many guns as we can with our new CNC and Polymer 80 <laughs> equipment. And we just churn it out. And it's a payday. Instead of the most regressive tax on uh, Republicans of all time, uh, it's, a, it's the biggest payday from the government for Republicans of all time. Think about it. Man, I'm, I'm scared about these polymer 80s, though. You I'm, are? I'm, I'm worried about scared. the AR pistols. Mike, you're a gun you know, dealer. You, you shouldn't be scared. Uh, dude, I'm concerned. And, I, you know, normally, and I tell you, three, four years ago, people walked to the gun store. Man, they're going to do this. I'm like, no, nah, you have nothing to worry about. Don't worry about it. We're going to stand strong. We're not going to let them take it. We're going to fight them all the way. I'm, I'm worried. Well, I think you should be, but I am worried. Time, that's what they want, though, because the substance of this deal is. Uh, I've never been scared in my life. I'm concerned right now. I've never been concerned. Well, let me let me make you a little more worried. Then you ready? Okay. It didn't just it didn't just ATF and Palmer eighty. That's the ceiling, but let me tell you about the other floors because Giffords in San Francisco is suing the ATF, mm. who we know wants to be sued, mm-hmm. right? Give, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, Lombardo or mm-hmm. whatever. She's right. no friend of Palmer eighties or eighty percent receivers. They hate it. Like I told you on that phone call with Biden, that's one of their priorities to get rid of. Mm-hmm. So they've asked Giffords and every town to sue them in, you guess it, New York mm-hmm. and California, where I'm sure we'll get great judges, mm. uh, uh, and to, to 
overturn how ATF makes Great these judges in New York and California. Oh, sure I would expect nothing less. As Trump says, best judges. Best judges, yeah. He's Jesus Christ. Hey, um, you know what? Uh, I got a little anecdote here. I think China's behind all this stuff. Mm, mm, mm. Because we're turning into China. <laughs> Dude, in Wuhan, they're out partying in the streets, and we're sitting over here. I got some cousins that are Chinese, but watch it. <laughs> <laughs> your your <What>? instinct's right. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not appropriate for radio what I was going to say. But, um, dude, look. Like, here's an example. Mitch McConnell's wife is somehow connected to, like, the Chinese government. It, the Republicans are not your friends. They're just not. They, they are no not. One, no one. No one's our friends. I don't, Nobody's, care I don't have any they're friends. They're Democrat. They're Republican. Not even the Libertarians are our friends. I'm telling well, you right there's now. There's a handful of, of Libertarians. Crazy. They're all crazy. What about all Justin crazy. A. Amash? Totally nuts. They're all crazy. You guys are crazy. They're running across the street. Michael, stage you and naked. I, you and I don't both don't have friends for different reasons. Amash <laughs> 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 M- 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 was a uh, he signaled too hard against Trump. You know, like I get it or whatever. But this, I don't like Trump. This whole idea, this conservacon idea, if we just had libertarian conservatives in every position of power, it would all work out. I guarantee if you put nine Amy Coney Barrett's on the Supreme Court, they still wouldn't have figured out this election fraud thing. All right, you're thinking in the wrong direction if you think these institutions are ever going to save us. That's what I'm saying. Be our That's what I'm saying. The, the foundations you know? of like, look, localized politics yeah. and and be free. <laughs> that's that's what you got to do. <laughs> There's no Locally. power dividend. from. I can't sell you being free, right? That, There's no power for me in selling you that. You vision. can't until people are locked in their houses for eight months. And now people, I think, are starting to see it. And people that aren't seeing it at this point are gone. Buddy, I They're want beyond you right. help. I know. You, we both know people who've been in their houses for eight months, haven't left. Who leave? You know, yeah. I've driven across the country four times, yeah. and I've, uh, I've, my sister's. I been, guess I gotta save the world. My sister's been, my <laughs> sister's Gary Faust for president, twenty twenty four, baby. Yeah, it, people, you're right. I it, could, I could probably win. You're right. People, people are doing it. My sister's been locked up. She's been in the house the entire time. Totally locked up since you know, since February. It's like the media turned it up to eleven. Maybe that's the best thing that Trump shows. Eleven, right? We mean like forty eight, dude. But that's as far it's as far as it goes. The no, they broke the knob. They broke the knob. Whatever the top is, that's where we went with Trump. And maybe that's the only thing he showed us. What the top looks oh, like. Oh, for sure. With it screaming at you. All right, hum- embarrassing you, humiliating you until you go away from shame or something. Yeah, but he's so busy right now. He's trying to, you know, do all this willing and dealing and trying to figure out how to way to stay in office, which that di- that boat has sailed. He knows that out. ship's gone. Oh yeah, he's you know, done so, for. So why is he not standing up and saying, you know what? He can't fire money. this person in the ATF that's doing this that they're what they're doing. It would be interesting. He got rid of his AG. He got rid of his DOJ yeah, guys. I don't know, man. Yeah. Have you guys been following QAnon? I think Trump's <laughs> gonna get in there. He's going to do it. Hold on. He did do it. Just you, hold on. Trust the plan, man. I looked up some you of that QAnon stuff. You can do it. <laughs> What'd you look up? <laughs> I looked up some of that QAnon stuff like a year and a half ago, and I remember I kept seeing things that were like, the midnight oil is burning, and I was like, these people are out of their mind. They're, they have lost their mind. It's felt that way for a couple QAnon of years. QAnon is, is, in my opinion, probably somebody from in the yes. Trump admin or Trump himself or like a couple of them like, hey, man, this is a good marketing technique. It's it's crazy, dude. Trump has done very little for 2A. And 2A is, I would say, just about the foundation of this country to to, yeah. to where we're at now, at least. It's like he figured out in his final six months that he actually was president. It's like it took him <laughs> It's like it took him three years. This is one of the best Ann Coulter posts, right? It's like, wow, if only there was somebody who could build that wall. Dude, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I 
I don't know. I don't want to use the term capitulated, but I yeah. gave I sympathized with Trump a lot throughout his presidency because everybody was bashing him. And I was like, sure, sure. oh, man, like, you know, let's give him some slack. Give him some yeah. slack. And and now I'm like, nah, he's I and I'm glad I never voted for him. I yeah. did not vote for that guy. Well, and look, I'm because I'm not an idiot. And I and I think I'm I was. Well, I guess not everybody that voted for Trump's an idiot. I should say And that. anyone that supports him now is a fool. Look, I, he, I would agree. He gave people with skin in the game a reason to stay involved, a reason to hold out. I mean, and look, he took more hits. Name another president who took more hits and more and more daily crap than this guy and just took him, took him, took him. I mean, well, what about Obama, dude? No, are you kidding? <laughs> okay, I thought yes, you were kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. Dude, I, okay, are you, yeah. what are you talking about? Obama? Yeah. The media hated that guy. They hated him. <laughs> he had to fight, I'm man. I'm completely Every joking. day he had to fight. Obama was you're gonna watch. You're going to watch a 180 here, right, where the basement strategy that Joe had on the campaign moves on into the White House. We're like, hey, uh, we haven't heard from the president in a while. No, don't worry. He's there. He's working. Trust us. You know what Joe Biden would say about Obama? I wish we had a soundbite. But you know what he would say, Michael? What would he say? You ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Brian Long has this on YouTube. He has this skit where it's like he's uh, he's a black guy in New York, but like after election night, he turned white mm. because he didn't vote Dude, for Joe Biden. <laughs> have you seen these coronavirus vaccine memes? Where it's like, it's like a black guy, <laughs> it's like before the vaccine, and he's like, hey, and then it's, and it's just after the vaccine, and it's this like dorky white dude. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's hilarious. It is hysterical. And now there's another strain. Now there's another strain. UK. Dude, you know what's crazy? All these, all these people I know, my friends are very liberal, and I would consider myself, pro- I'm probably the most liberal person in this room. Mm. They're, they're saying, we can't trust Big Pharma. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. We can't. They've been poisoning us and, and screwing us over on all these on all the prices. Why they're um, they doing lines and, of coke right now, and you they, speak. Well, that's, uh, that's neither here nor there. Right, right. 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 right, right. But what right. I'm saying is that they talk about bashing Big Pharma and taking it apart. Yeah. And then in the same breath, they're saying, but you got to take the vaccine. Yeah. What? We can trust. What is going on, man? Like, yeah. what's happening to people? That, where's your principles? This is ridiculous. I'm just fired up because my my John McAfee interview got taken off YouTube. I literally got censored. Who am I? Yeah. I'm a reporter for an AM radio talk show. Yeah. I'm not Michael. I'm not known in the community. And they took my video down? We it's can just all feel insane, it. man. We can all feel it. These, you know, these contractors, Cognizant, all these people that work for YouTube, Google, they're all out here in Austin. Right? They run a day shift. It's not, it's not just the Maybe algorithm. they do know who I am. They, they screen our content. We've all felt it now. We know Google search is getting worse. Right, we know the YouTube policy about you know what We're medical gonna... misinformation. Yeah, you say anything about Corona that doesn't that doesn't hit the nail on the head for them, you're th- it's gone. You saw this like three weeks ago, right? YouTube's like, look, uh, we've talked enough about the election, so from now on, from no more ads on, or no, no more no what... more videos about the election because uh, because uh, Joe won, so we, it's not worth talking about. Hey, you know what? Here's here's the good thing. I people are waking up to this. Mackenzie Kelly won District Six. Mackenzie Kelly, a conservative a lot, lot in Austin, work. Texas. Mm. You kidding me? She beat Flanagan. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, well, that used that was a Republican seat before Flanagan. So before that was uh, Don Zimmerman, who was a Republican. So it's it's not well, unheard of. Yeah, I know? guess. I mean, and, but so it is <laughs> I'm, possible. I'm not as, the, I'm not Biden, as, Biden carried Travis County by seventy percent. Was it? I don't yeah. know the the local politics of Austin as well as right. you do, Michael. But in my mind, since I've lived here, it just it. I'm I'm just glad when, it's, when? it just it just proves that what they're talking about this big blue wave that's going to happen is not going to happen because of the things that they're doing the homeless situation they're 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 repealing the you know these sit these ordinances and that's what's killing the Democrats uh, the fact that they're talking about you know defunding the police you know that's killing you know their blue wave and it's just right. it was a lapse in judgment that's right. <laughs> 
It was a lapse in judgment. Old Cabo Steve or whatever they're calling him now. I didn't know that uh, that Steve Adler was uh, his. <laughs> His home was in Mexico. Did you know that, Michael? <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't live on the 26th floor of the W. He lives in Cabo, Mexico. Hmm. That's where he's been uh, quarantining this going entire home. time. This is just insane, going dude. That guy's a king in his castle. I never, you know, I never knew that that Steve Adler lived uh, on the 26th floor of the W until I was on this show talking about the home. This is how I met you, basically. I was talking about the homeless uh, ordinance, and I said I was going to get a helicopter and pick up a bunch of homeless people and drop them off on the on the roof of uh, the W. The w. <laughs> yeah. 26th floor. I mean, that guy is literally a Canis castle. We're like entering into a feudal. He state owns here. half the floor now. Isn't he buying another piece? Yeah, ha- he owns half the floor. But see, they get that. I think they know that. When Allegedly, you play, when you play Democrat side, yeah, it's like goofy or whatever. But it's like it always has a power return, and like I just feel like Republicans don't understand, dude. The anything like the that. people in Austin that are liberal don't even like Adler. It's sure. the same thing as Biden. They're voting for him because they they've been convinced the alternative is some evil. Sure. But the the metro expansion, you saw the metro expansion. Prop A. Yeah. Okay. They voted yeah, I, that. I literally just bought a house, and I'm already getting. Yeah. <laughs> we, we voted that down Scott. four times in Austin, and then the fifth time, you know what I mean? They'll just push it, push it. I need to push put my. I need, I, to, I need to put my my uh my, the title to my house under Michael's name, so I don't have to pay property taxes. We're talking with Cody Wilson. <laughs> We're talking about President Trump's two A legacy. About tax evasion. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come to Talk It. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It, and now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about President Trump's 2A legacy, talking about bump stocks been confiscated. AR pistol braces are getting confiscated now. Polymer 80s are getting confiscated. Cody, we got Cody Wilson inside the studio. What's up with polymer 80s? Yo, Mike. Uh, the, <laughs> the polymer 80 thing is like the, the, the spear tip, all right? This is the most conceptual, adventurous thing the ATF's doing within the entire framework of, of DIY guns, build your own guns. People out there, 80% are the most common way people make their own guns rather than buy them. So what if you already have one of these polymer 80s where you have this, this like, it's like a Glock 19, you know, pistol that you had a kit. You got this yeah. kit and you put it together with the, the upper, you know, the lower. You had all the little parts and yeah. pieces and you, yeah. you now have a complete gun. Well, look, ATF has not been very clear. They haven't issued public guidance about this. They've just punched polymer 80 in the face right now and then they're, they're letting the industry react. But what we've seen so far, and this isn't official stuff because there isn't official stuff. So should I run out and get one right now? What we've seen right now is if it's a buy-build shoot kit sold by polymer 80, marketed by polymer 80, that is apparently an illegal firearm because it doesn't have numbers on it. It's, it's currently considered a firearm by some kind of invention of constructive possession. Stay away. Don't sell it. Don't, don't possess it because ATF's looking for them. They're looking for customer records. They're beating Palm Radio up in the courts right now about it. But apparently it's only just those two buy-build shoot kits that Palm Radio sold. It's nothing else. And, and see, and that's confusing to me. You know, I don't want to believe make... anyone of that's listening. I'm just saying ATF's attacking there. This is a splinter group in California of Obama holdovers that waited the Trump presidency out. 
and then executed on this mission, which they've been working on for at least a year. This there warrant. are Obama holdovers. Or Obama holdovers. Trump did not clean house when he came into government. Didn't didn't clean the swamp. He didn't the radicals, drain the swamp. The people, ATF will commonly be like, hey, let's have a conversation. And the people that prevail in those internal ATF conversations are always Obama-era ideologues. So this, okay. is, well, re- you know, this is a result of not draining the swamp. And so, you know who wants to completely abolish the ATF? Joe Jorgensen. Uh... Wouldn't that be a? Wouldn't that? A, you mean the libertarian candidate? Wouldn't this? Wouldn't that fix the situation? Abolishing the ATF? Yeah. What's that? What's that meme? Like the skeleton on the park bench? Me waiting for a libertarian to win high office? You know. Well, it's because everybody's convinced that the binary system is what we need to live by. You know, exit, exit. Okay, so build your own guns, right? Know that the ATF now is interested in you building your own gun. You should probably build it because they don't want you to. And I'm just living in what is. And this ATF is an activist ATF emboldened by Lombardo, not supervised at all by the Trump presidency, now understands that Trump is leaving and is trying to show loyalty to the incoming Biden so administration. what's the point of going to court or suing or, or doing, trying to do uh, pass legislation on any level yeah. regarding this if the Republicans and the Democrats are both crap? Uh, you can take the black pill there, and I think you would not be disappointed if you did. But Trump has ostensibly put in hundreds and hundreds of federal district judges, right? So you've got good judges. You've but what got are they doing for him? Courts. I mean, are they? Because the, the it looks like the Supreme Court that he appointed didn't do it. Well, look, jack only, for him only on a the fraction election. of only a fraction of one percent of cases are going to make to the Supreme Court. But you've got the Fifth Circuit here in Texas, which is good on guns, good on accessories. You've got to yeah. you've got to have good vehicles. You got to have GOA. You got to have NRA. Yeah, and yeah. NRA's falling off, right? You got to have uh, not a fan. It's the whole ecosystem, right? We got to have gun organizations that take good gun cases to good gun courts. You got to have Central Texas Gun Works, <laughs> and Mike Cargill's a big part of that. But That's look, where I'm I get you, my guns. Waiting for that cha-ching sound. You're, you're not going <laughs> to lose money being cynical right now yeah, with yeah, these yeah. conservatives. You're yeah. not going to lose money on that. And you should be, all right? And ATF clearly wants a bigger and bigger piece of the homemade gun market. They don't want that happening. I've seen the acts of Congress proposing the 116th Congress. They want to ban homemade firearms, personal made firearms entirely. They want to ban our equipment to make them. They want the whole smorgasbord. So the point of going to court is to put it on black letter, slow it down, give it reasoning, uh, give it time. When are we going to do what the lefties do and take to the streets? When are we going to do that? Or better yet, why don't we uh, create a coalition with left-wing people that are pro-gun and start working together with them to have grassroots, boots-on-the-ground movements? I think that's probably the end game. yeah? Man, here's, here's the us. black pill, man. I mean, you don't, don't ask me about that. I, I've seen liberals and Democrats during the, the, pre, the, the run-up to the election. They bought guns, yeah. but they still voted for Biden. You know what I mean? It's... I'm talking about like people a, that are a little bit a little bit further left than that. People uh, that didn't vote for Biden that are left wing. I guess the question you gotta ask yourself is are there more of them than there are of you? And the realist knows there are more of them than there are of you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I if, still I, whatever, maybe you're right. If but, it comes to a skull bashing contest, we're gonna be maybe Well that's what I'm saying. We yeah. should we should build bridges here because it's 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 very clear that the government as a whole is against the people at this point. I I think that's like pretty much blatantly obvious. I, I don't think you're talking conspiracy. Right. That's what I'm saying. So why don't yeah. we start, you know, patching things up on the political divide, which is very difficult given that there's these mainstream propaganda machines just you know, pooping out all this crap into our into our minds. Well, take an example like with the recent Supreme Court confirmations, right? Trump has appointed a third of this Supreme Court. And by that any measure, insane. by any measure, that's a stupendous victory of movement conservatism that's been building since the 80s. It's the uh, achievement of Mitch McConnell's life goal in politics. They conservatives technically control the federal judiciary. 
at, at every level. Yeah. What has it gotten us? That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, what a bridge building, coalition building, what? No, you're still playing within uh, a certain framework. I'm saying the thing is decrepit, all right? There's a certain reality of power. So you, burn it all down. I'm telling you, push, baby. Like, push. Don't hold it up. Push it over, all right? And I don't think that's cynical, okay? I think that's the way you should be thinking. Something new must come. Well, that's what the left, that's what the, that's what the people, the left-wing people, boots on the ground are also saying. Why don't we do that with them if we can find common ground? Because I'm not even like a, like necessarily like a super conservative, really. I'm like pretty middle of the road. I have no, I have no problem being the, the, the intermediary between probably, the two. It's probably pretty radical for AM radio. But look, I mean, I, I love America, right? I don't trust Same leftists, here. right? I don't think there is coalition building with leftists. You don't I think, think it's they, possible. I think they dilute okay. every organization and purpose. And all of a sudden, you know, I thought we were talking about guns. Now we're talking about bathrooms. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, you know, I can see that being a possibility. Right? This is some of conquest maxims, right? Every you're, Everyone's conservative about what he knows best. If you know guns best, build a gun organization. Do something in the private sector like what we do. I can sell you a piece of equipment or a kit, and I know that you know. You can build a Glock. You can build an AR. You can build a 308. That's a reality. That's hard power. So right. is it safe to say that you think that nothing's going to happen until the people that are conservative or pro-gun, regardless of political affiliation, they're not going to actually really do anything until it really hits them in the pockets? Look, it works like this. Do you know anyone in Georgia? Right? Like, that's the most important place in the country. That's right. right. All right. There's two Senate races in Georgia. Two Senate races. And maybe we don't like Republicans. But holy hell, man, if you give Joe yeah. Biden the Senate, uh, this place becomes we Puerto Rico are way faster. Done. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. are done. So uh, there's a world where Mitch McConnell keeps the Senate, and there's a world where he doesn't. I care about the divergence of those two realities right now. Now we're having a different conversation. Based All on eyes on Georgia. I think that's just abiding too much by the political binary, man. I think that's why we're screwed. Remember, we had the last two years of Obama. That's what gave us the What about Reagan? What about Reagan, Michael? What did Reagan do? What did the Brady Bill do? Well, Ronald Reagan was he actually started gun control in California. And you know, people don't like to discuss that, you know. That's but what I'm all saying. It took was man. The Black Panthers, all, you know, going on for the, 40 years on, today. at least. Some of this is we're crying into our, our cereal bowl here, right? Like uh Obama gave us let me sick brace. Right. Okay. Obama gave us the 80% industry, right. right? Because people were on the right side of power. They knew they had to be contra power, they knew they had to be innovative, they weren't waiting on someone to bail them out. Biden, a, a slow Biden presidency with a with a weak hand where he doesn't have the Senate, that could be very good for our industry. Yeah, and we should take those two years and we should build those coalitions you're talking about. You know, that's, that's playing with the deck that, you know, is most realistic, I think. China's going to kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the, uh, the FBI admits the Hunter Biden investigation, right? There's plenty of time for people to see that China really is the true geopolitical foe. You know, this Russia talk starts to evaporate. Dude, you know? Also... When you start looking at things in terms of uh, the geopolitical landscape and the dynamic between China, Russia, America, all the and all the European countries, which I just look at as the EU, sure, sure, it, it doesn't seem like America is the number one superpower to me. When I look at things, it looks like China is is cl- clearly on top of us. This country does not function like one nation with a national security idea, yeah, with an idea of itself in the concert of nations. So it's like a business. And then uh, there's lots of competing factions within that business, and they're yeah. all suing each other. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, like Cody is saying, uh, if you look at America, you look at China, America is a little bit more fractured, but China is all under the control of the Chinese, Chinese Communist Party, Party, and they are leading the entire country in the same direction. Well, soon they're going to be leading the entire not. world. We know that this is their goal. They've stated publicly, right, for all consumption, that their goal is to be the world leader, to set the standard upon all uh, liberal, formerly liberal institutions. They want influence at the World Health Organization. They want the World Bank. They want to set 
the trade rules. They want to settle everything in their currency rather than our currency. And with that kind of mission and the kind of leadership class that they have, think about it. It's been 50, 60 years since the Cultural Revolution. They've had time to put the very best people from their system into positions place, of power. Yeah. Right? What are we getting right now? Like diversity set in bathrooms and uh you know like we're man our, our you know what people. dude fine you you've convinced me i am signing up for mandarin lessons after this it wouldn't hurt you <laughs> god dude we're so screwed <laughs> but at least look this is again another outcome from the trump presidency now that the vandals are out of power right and the swamp comes back into office and everything is good and swampy again in dc uh all us good uh, conservatives or anarchists know that we're where we should be, all right? We're insurgents within our own country, okay? And this idea that we had in the, the, high, the high years of the Clinton administration, right, where there actually was talk of abolishing the ATF because of what they did at Waco, it's good to be in, back in that headspace. You have no friends uh, in this government. Man. You should be talking about resisting them. You should not be under this illusion. You're just feeding me black that pills, you can brother. Take. But I think that maturity of vision is more in line with our founders and more in line <clears throat> with the small government uh, Republican yes. vision. All right. I would agree with that. And that's a good place but not, to be. But if that's if I agree with that, then I'm not going to vote Republican. <laughs> Unless you live in Georgia. <laughs> Can you back me up over here? Yeah, when Trump was president, I guess he still is, but it's, you know, at the sunset of that. But there were so many people who were just saying, oh, yeah, Trump, Trump 2020. And they're just thinking that Trump is doing everything right. And whatever he's doing is just like part of the plan for the thing he's doing next. And they're totally on board with it. Whereas now, like Cody just mentioned, that is about to end. All right, we're talking with Cody Wilson. He's <laughs> back. He's back in town and back in the fight. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. This is Brittany Glaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back. And, we're, man, I tell you, Cody Wilson's back in the fight again. He's back. He's not on the run. He's here in the fight because we're going to need him this year come 2021. Because, man, we're losing everything. We're losing our bump stocks. They're gone. We're losing that AR pistol, you know, AR pistols, period. They're coming after them. We're losing no polymer 80s. They're getting confiscated. Uh, so we're going to need all the help we can to get into this fight to help us keep, you know, what we have into, you know, this next administration is going to be something else because, man, we can't even get anything, any help from the current administration. Speaking so, of uh, not being able to get help from people. <laughs> we have inside the studio. Um, How do you pronounce your last name, Ali? Alabudi. Alabudi. Ali Alabudi, the owner of Austin Habibi. Yes. Austin's Downtown Habibi. Austin. Yeah, Austin's Habibi. Sorry. And... Um, the videos we rolled earlier All right, so, speak for themselves. Yeah, so uh, if you go to roll, roll a couple of those videos there. And you know what, Ali, I want you to tell us, you know, first, you, you have a restaurant downtown Austin, which is located where? Uh, 5th Street. On 5th Street and yes. where? Uh, Bowie and Lamar. So, oh, Bowie and 5th Street. So Sorry. Bowie and 5th Street. Yeah. All right, so you, you, it's a family-owned restaurant, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you guys you serve some good food there. What are your hours? Uh, we are uh, 10 to 10. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yes, Man, you guys work long days. Yeah, we can. We stay till 3 a.m. Wow. All right. So now, so tell us about what happened because you guys are in, had a break in. Someone had burglarized your place while it was closed. Correct. Yes. Okay. So we had break in while back in 2018, 
like same person he broken first like two times and then uh, we reported to the police and the third time he get arrested and then so he had okay so he in 2018 he broke in twice twice okay he breaks in a third time you guys call the police and well each time i'm sure you call we, the police. Uh, we each time we report them but the then police. this third time what you guys figured out who he was or something yes Okay, so because you had it all on security camera, which yes. we're looking at it right now. If you're looking at us on Facebook Live or on Twitter. All right, so he breaks into your restaurant the third time. The police, you know, you call the police and they catch this guy. They catch this guy and then he get out, uh, like uh, somebody banned him or I guess, and they let him go. So he, he so he, he goes he, he goes to jail. He's going to jail and he he get out with the did, bond. Did you, did you, he was bonded out. He's bonded okay. out. So he, he's bonded out of jail. He's out on bond. Yeah, so I call, um, he broke in after he get bought. He broke in again, and... So you mean to tell, so this guy, the third time he breaks into your restaurant, gets arrested by the police, he goes to jail, he buns out of jail, the fourth time he comes back and breaks into your place again yes. while he's on bail. Exactly. I just can't even believe this story is so far-fetched. Yeah, and then... <laughs> I, I can, just, I can. I can't even believe it's the, this. It's... <laughs> it's crazy. It. And then I, I called the the officer who was handled the case and said, hey, that's where I have it. And so, he said... So you you call the same police officer that's handling your case. Yes. And you say, look, this guy just broke in a fourth time, same guy. We got him on camera, on yes. security camera, breaking to the place while he's on bail. What do we do? Can you come arrest this guy again? What did he tell you? He told me I can't do nothing because he already out of the jail with the ban and I can't do nothing about it. You need to contact the court. That makes no sense. Yeah. So a guy breaks into your place a fourth time while he was out on bail. You call the police and they say, there's nothing I can do. Call the court. Why are you supposed to call the court? How about you come and arrest this guy who's on bail who just who just broke into the place again? Who just exactly. committed a crime? You, exactly. It is insane. Yeah. That Maybe, makes no sense. You, Michael, do you think this has something to do with the police being defunded and they just don't care anymore? Is that a possibility? Yeah. I don't know. You think so? Yeah. I hope they we're rolling all of these videos. I'm gonna roll all I wanna see every one of these videos. I wanna see this guy. I wanna see every video you have. I wanna see every angle of, of this guy, what's going on. Cause this is completely crazy. Well, this we guy got, breaks in the... and so four times he breaks in. Yes. Four times. And, and he never I thought stopped. it was three times. Three times, yeah. then he called the police, he was arrested. The, he, he bails out of jail, he breaks in the fourth time after that. He has broken in four times now. Yes, so and then, then and then I called the court, and they say, we're going to put in the file. After a couple of weeks, they call me, and they say, what do you want us to do for you? Uh, I told them, I need to enter promotion at least five years. What court is this? What's the judge in the Straf court? Uh, um, I have the email from got, them. You got the email? Do you have it on you? Yeah. Okay, in the break, I want you to pull that email yeah. out, because I want to know what court this is. I want to know the name of the judge of this court. I also want to know the name of the police officer. I yes. Wanna, I want to tag the Austin Police Association um, in this right in now? This thread right now, because okay. they need to know this, because this is ridiculous. I want to tag the mayor and city council, every city council member that we have, tag them in this thread right now right. because this is crazy. It is. This makes no sense whatsoever. Yes, some night I slept there to really protect my business from this guy. I'm calling every news outlet that I possibly can to bring you know light to the story because this is crazy. Here you are trying to provide for your family. 
everything that you possibly can, and this same guy keeps breaking into your place, and you can't get no relief. And then, you know, I, I get you in my class, my license to carry handgun course. Well, we didn't even, we're not even there yet, so we're going to get there. All right, so before you get there, all right, so you call the court, and they tell you, you know, hey, what do you want me to do? Okay. Yes, and then email, they send me mail, they put them in three years, uh, some like under three years. Uh, what is that now? They send me an email. email. They okay. say we put them under probation for three years. They put him on probation for three years. Yeah. So they gave him probation for three years. And then he broke fifth time while he under probation. So he broke in a fifth time. Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right. It's time to sleep in the place and just. And then I, I I I give up. I don't call the police. <laughs> I almost don't want to say this because I probably get sued if I say it. But it's like you want to sleep in the place and just shoot him because that that end the madness. Yeah. You know what am I supposed to tell? Well, him? if somebody breaks into his business, he can shoot him, right? Yeah. Oh, that's burglar. Yeah. 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 So five times. That's crazy. I mean, this is just insane. So why he's why he's on probation? He breaks in a fifth time. Now what? Now I believe when it happened COVID nineteen on March. Between March and November, when they let people on, like in jail, let them go. Right. I get broken again, but I'm A not six time. Six time, but I'm not sure if it's the same person. Uh, but he was covered everything. But I believe it's the same person, and he broke up. Sorry, he went broke again six time. I called the police. They never show up. Okay, I, I'm gonna give you some tips. You know, I don't. I don't only share my secrets with anybody on my security and stuff like that. But you know what? I'm going to share some secrets with you. I'm not on the air. You know, we're going to do this off air. Okay. And I'm going to show you some things that you can do so that way you know when someone breaks into your place, you'll get, they'll, it'll wake you up in the morning uh, or wake you up while, when this happens. And you, you're going to have to take your own personal safety in your own hands because it's obvious, it's crystal clear that you're not going to get any assistance, any help from the mm -hmm. Austin Police Department. It's, it's obvious and crystal clear you're not going to get any relief, any help from the court system here in Travis County. You know, it's obvious and it's clear, you know, you're not going to get any help from the Travis County Sheriff's Department. So you're going to have to take your own personal safety in your own hands and be your own security. And we're going to have to end this madness. And I'm going to show you exactly what to do and, and how to stop, you know, these people from breaking into your place. I'm going to give you some good little tips. So the sixth time I, I reported because they show up to the business, I reported on the phone and nobody Call me or anything about the case. And you called the police or you called the, the, the case? Uh, the, I called the police. 911? Yeah. And no one showed up? Nobody showed up. And then <laughs> the seventh time, it was like two months ago. And he broke me, my neighbor, and my other neighbor. Same guy. I, seven times. Seventh time. Seventh time. And he, not just me, he broke up another, broke in with the two businesses next to me. So he goes, to, he breaks into other businesses that are next door to you. Next door. The to seventh him. time. Same person. Yeah. So I come at 3 a.m. I find Lee, like he bleeding. I almost want to spend the night in your place and pop the cap in this boy. <laughs> I swear. I think I'm going to spend the night. <laughs> this is, it's too easy. It's, I'll spend the night in your place. And anyway, I come to my business. He took off the camera. And he's bleeding everywhere in there. Because he cut himself. He cut himself. So he's cut, he cut himself and he's bleeding all over your place. And every, every time this guy breaks in, this is seven times now, you have to pay for this to repair your I, place. I did. Every yeah. single time. Every single time. Because it's not enough. It's not enough to cover. The damage is not enough to cover the deductible, so it's not worth reporting to the insurance. No, really. So seven times, you have to pay out of pocket uh, yep. for this damage to your business. Exactly.
And this, then this is where we are, people. This is where we are today. This is your Austin. This is Travis County. This is your city council. This is your your defunding the police. This is what it gets you. You know, this guy is trying to provide for his family. He's trying to, you know, uh, run a business in in 2020 COVID-19 time frame here. It's already rough enough. It's hard enough for people to, you know, to survive as it is when you have the same people that are constantly breaking in seven times into your business and you get them on camera. You have the evidence. You're calling the police. You know, they're they're they're. They're sentenced this guy to two years probation. He still breaks in again, and, and, and he doesn't even care because he knows there are no consequences for his actions. We come back from the break. We got some more video. We're going to talk to um, Ali some more. And the name of that restaurant one more time, Ali, is called? Austin's Habibi. Austin's Habibi. I tell you, we need to go to Austin's Habibi, and we need to buy some food from this guy because this is ridiculous. You know, we need to support him. Because this, this is just sad. You know, you're, you're trying to provide, you're trying to do everything right, and then you're just getting knocked back, knocked back, pushed back, pushed back. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace, this is Maj Touray. You're listening to Come and Talk It Radio with Michael Cargill. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking with Ali. He's the owner of Austin's Habibi. Man, Austin's Habibi, what kind of what kind of food is at this restaurant, Ali? It's uh, kind of like Greek food, Turkish. Greek. Like, yeah, it's max. Like Greek and Turkish? Yeah. And Man, this sounds good. You should have brought some samples with you. No, you know. Um, yeah, because we're kind of hungry oh, yeah. right now. <laughs> I will after. Okay, so after we have to get some samples. All right, we have to get some samples from you. Uh, yeah, that's right. Austin's Habibi. All right, so, you know, so Ollie's telling us about a, a situation where, you know, his restaurant, you know, a guy breaks into his restaurant one time. He breaks into his restaurant a second time. He breaks into the restaurant a third time. This is all caught on security camera. And you're looking at the video right now. Uh, we'll play the video for you right now. And so he... Breaks in the third time. The third time, you know, the police catch this guy. Yes. They arrest him. They take him to jail. The guy bails out of jail, then breaks into the restaurant a fourth time while he's out on bail. He then breaks into the restaurant a fifth time. You know, Ali calls the, the, this case, the police officer who's working the case. The officer that's working the case says, well, call the court. So he calls the court. The court's like, well, what do you want me to do? And the court's like, okay, well, we'll put him on probation for three years. Yes. All right, so the guy's on probation for three years. He breaks into the restaurant a sixth time. Yes. He breaks into the restaurant a seventh time. Mm -hmm. Seven times. It's like it's Sesame, Sesame Street. Ah, 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 ah. One time. <laughs> he breaks in two times. <laughs> three times. Not four not five, not six, but seven times he breaks into the restaurant. This is a comedy show for Austin. You know, here I am in Austin, Texas, and I'm trying to run a business. I'm trying to build a business for my family, and I got the same person breaking into my business seven times, okay? And then you called the police again. So the seventh time I called the police, um, they're supposed to come to see, uh, check what is it broken, what is going on. They never show up. So the seventh time he calls the police and no show. They're like, eh, 
You know, we've been there seven times. Yeah, there's a break in. Yeah, we know it's the same guy that broke in. We're not even going to show up because we know we know it's the same guy that broke into the place. They're not even going to show up to even do the investigation. Okay, so that's the seventh time. So the seventh time, they never show up. I give up. After one month, I had an officer call me. He said, you call this day and you said your business, bro- somebody broke and stolen. I say, yeah. I say, we had another people report the same guy. Reported to, uh, and these are the people that are next door to you, and and no, in, in next the same door building. and different area. Okay, different area. And they, he told me uh, that same guy he doing this. I told him, yeah, I've been reported the same guy since 2018. You guys nothing done for me. This has all been happening since 2018. Yeah, so he said, okay, um, send me the video I want to look at, and I and your him, video is crystal clear. Yeah, it's crystal clear. It's better than looking at it through your naked eye. You can see exactly who this person is, no doubt whatsoever. And yeah. I sent it to them, and it's nothing happened. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty clear. Yeah, There's, this is insane. This is, this is pathetic. This is crazy. Well, what do you expect? What do you expect? Why doesn't somebody from the Austin Police Association call in? I tagged them on Facebook. I know that they see They're this. Probably call in. Yeah, well, what's his name? Uh, that one guy's actually pretty good about. He's good about coming on and, and talking about stuff. Um, I mean, look, man. Fact of the matter is, you should calling the police isn't really going to do that much for you. And nothing. Really. I just want to let you know that there was a precedent set. What was that court case? Heller. There was a precedent set by the Supreme Court that said that the the, the police officers are not required by law to protect you or serve you. So they really actually don't have to do anything, even if they weren't defunded. You have the case. These number are on facts. You? you have the case number on you. Anybody in chance? Um, I don't. I think so, yeah. I think, okay, yeah. All right, cool. I want you to pull that case number, yeah. and it was something else I wanted to look at, too. You were going to show me. What was the other thing he was going to show me? We were going to look at. Uh, the court email. The court email, yeah. The court email. I want to see that. I'm going to see. I'm going to have you airdrop that to me. I want to look at that court email, and then I want to get the case number, because we're going to bring this to light. What happens in the dark will soon come to light, let me tell you. Yeah. All right, so. All right, so the seventh time, you know, this it, this is just this is this is just it's crazy. One time, first time breaks in, second time breaks in, third time breaks in. You call the police, the police come and arrest this guy. Guy goes to jail. Why is that on jail? He breaks in the fourth time. He breaks in the fifth time. Breaks in the sixth time. Breaks in the seventh time. Um, he breaks in multiple places when he breaks in the seventh time, uh, and and they put him on probation for three years. Yeah. Okay. So this is seventh time now. Now what? Um, nothing. That's it. So That's the seventh it. time he finally stopped. You haven't seen him. When's the last he, time he broke he in? He probably take them another a month, two months. He's gonna do it again. So another. So the last time he broke in was what? March, April, uh, November, November. Yeah, November this year. Yeah, twenty twenty. Two times this year. Two times this year. Okay, the sixth and the seventh time was this year in two thousand and twenty. Yeah. All right. So and and what 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 do you so what are you trying to do? Um, what what are you trying to do that's different to keep him from breaking in? Uh Honestly, I, I give up with the police. Um, they don't want to do nothing about them. Since they let them in the first place, let them go. Right. But um, I'm just watching my camera all of the time on night. All right. And then after seven times, you know, you're like, you're like, man, I'm going to get a gun. Yes. You decided, uh, why did you decide to get a gun? Uh, because already of them. You're done. Yeah. I got a question. I hate to be this guy, but I got to play devil's advocate. It's my job. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the police would be treating you differently if you were white? Mm. 
I think so, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Why do you say that? Uh, I had this experience with the book. Why do you say that? What experience did you have? Uh, it's okay to say it? Yes, say it. Just, okay. don't, just don't use profanity. Okay. So I had a, a date with a girl, white girl, okay. in 2019. Mm -hmm. And... Because uh, you're, from, you're, you're, you're from Iraq. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a citizen, so it, it's supposed to be different. We are like and ladies, by the way, man, this is a good looking man right here. He's got some nice eyes, I'm telling you right now. So, you know, call into the show, ladies. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> We're gonna hook you up with Ali because I'm telling you, man, he's got some nice eyes. Look at them arms. We're gonna arm wrestle in a few minutes. <laughs> Go ahead, Ali. So I was dating her and uh and then she very violent. So um or she pretends she get hurt. I have feed you with me too. Sometimes she pretend I heard her and she doesn't know I want to record her, so that proof. And she called the police and the police show up to my home. They do a trespass. Uh, she you know come there. And then after three months, I let her come again and she did it again. So I called the police. I want, I want them to remove her from my home. And one of the police ordered me to leave the house for the rest of the night. To leave your house or her house? I leave my house. They ordered you to leave your house? Exactly. Okay, why what were the police called in the first place? I, I called them, I told them I need her to leave my house. Okay, so okay, so you you were dating her, you called the police because you wanted her to leave and you didn't want to put your hands on her or anything exactly. like that. Yeah. She said, I need you to make her leave my house because she won't leave. Yes. Okay. And then so instead, the police showed up and said, No, you leave, you your, leave house. your house till she feels she won't leave. And she what? told she yeah. And she take her stuff. And I have record. Was she on that. your lease or no, was, yeah. anything? No. Mm -mm. What the? How, what how, is going on with this? Okay, how long? How, how long has she been staying there? Uh, the day? No. How long has she been staying there? Period. She never stayed with me. Like she's not living. with Oh, me. she's not living with you. Mm -mm. So she's just there visiting. Yeah, we okay. just dated. Okay. All right. So, I come to my house and uh, like I stay night. How my I come? I find my my stuff taken by a U-Haul truck. Someone took your stuff? While the police let her. The, they let her take your stuff yeah, in a I, truck. Yeah, I know the law. By the law, she cannot take stuff. This is sort of course. You have to... Okay, how did she get a U-Haul truck? Um, her dad, she called her dad, and he bring, uh, like, her... Why would they bring a U-Haul truck if she's just she, visiting, visiting she, for a day? She, buy, she get the... Because she took my own personal stuff. She told the cop, this is my stuff. And the cop come to me, say, she going to tell her stuff. I thought she doesn't have anything. This is my stuff. He say, no, I don't believe you. I believe her. I say, why? I live there. She's not in the lease. And she lied. This is not her stuff. She's doing it just on purpose to get, piss me off. They say, you need to leave before I arrest you. And I have the record. You, leave, you need to leave now. I don't want you to stay here till she take all the stuff and leave. I come another day, my stuff gone. And by the law... And see, this is what happens in, in Austin, people. This is what happens when you don't have access to an attorney. This, this is what happens when you're, you know, a person of color and, you know, or you're from another country and you just, you're, you're poor, not necessarily a different race or anything, but just simply poor. Oh, yeah. And, and it, you don't have access and to... And also, those, if you're from a different country and you don't know how the system works, you're going to be more susceptible to get and they, screwed by it, And basically. you get taken advantage of. Go ahead. Well, what it sounds to me like, maybe not a skin color thing, but a woman versus man thing. That's what I was... Okay. Because the law and the court system, too. they really... 
uh, they are swayed toward females. Females, big time. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you with that. She had to be real cute. Yeah, but, how, but if that if that, that happened, wait, then wait, how? Hold on. Was she, how cute was she? Cute. Um, I mean. And she was cute. Right? <laughs> yeah, she is. But it's, it's she was was she blonde? This is a one humble gentleman yeah, she's over blonde. here. She's blonde chick. Yeah, blonde, bl- like thick blonde. Yes. Oh, see, that's your problem. Yeah, but you, you should have dated a brunette. Was she? Yeah, leave them blondes <laughs> alone. <laughs> it is by the law. She cannot move and stuff. Like um, I know the law. I read about this. She cannot move stuff. If she claimed this is her stuff, this is gonna be court. Like civil yeah. court, we have mm-hmm. to go to court, and she proved this sort of so stuff. So it sounds like the police oversaw a burglary of your stuff. Yeah, essentially, because it happened with me a while back. I I went move my stuff. My ex changed the lock, and I called the police. He told me we cannot make you to move any stuff from your house. You have to go to court. Mm. Well, which that's true. That's by the law. Yeah, but, but why the, look the law her? doesn't go both ways, man. Yeah. Welcome to America. Why dude. they loot her? Wow. And then the thing, I get arrested after a month after that. All right. Let's see what, what she, she, No, go ahead. Yeah, what she did, she stolen my checks and deposited on her bank account. So did the police that She's crazy. Did the police This is uh, I'll ask when we get back from break. All right, we come back from the break. We're talking to Ali. We're talking about his break-in. We're talking about how he feels he got to this point where the police are not assisting him in the, you know, with his issues of the break-in. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come and Talk it. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cardell. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. So earlier, you know, last hour, we talked about the President Trump's 2A legacy. We talked about the bump stocks that have been confiscated. Talked about AR pistol braces that are getting confiscated. Talked about polymer 80s that are getting confiscated. Uh, so it's, it's time to start some type of litigation, to start something, you know, to try to get this stuff. We're going to start a GoFundMe page because this is getting crazy. It's getting really hard. It's getting difficult, you know. It, it gets expensive. It, it's getting really costly. So we're going to have to start a GoFundMe page, you know, to help with, you know, these legal expenses because this is going to be a crazy year. I think 2021 is going to be on fire. It's going to be on fire. I agree. And it's breaking news coming out of uh, out of England where they're, you know, this chaos, you know, they're trying to trying to leave the country mass exodus there. Um, and people are, are trying to get out. Because yeah, they lost their chance. No they should have left a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> I don't have any sympathy for people that are, that are in a country like that that haven't left. But, but somebody said, I don't know if this is true or not. I left we, California. We can look this up. Can someone look this up? Because someone said that the current vaccine works on the other strain. Does it? And I don't know if that's true I mean, I'm not, not getting it regardless. I don't not. care. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. But I know there, people are panicking because of this other strain. You know, Michael, if I haven't died already from the way that I've run my life, then I don't think I need to get a vaccine. You got a point. Yeah, I think I'm totally fine. You, sir, have a point. Because all the stuff you've been doing, all the lipping and lapping, slipping and slapping, jigging and jabbing, you've been getting into it. <laughs> jibbing and jabbing. Let me tell you. 
I did it, Casey. Yeah, I did it. Third <laughs> story. Producers looking at me. I did it. Wow, yeah. it. I got it all in there. I got it all in. It was all legal. <laughs> Jibbing and jabbing and slipping and slabbing. There's an article on the UK Telegraph saying that scientists are racing to ensure that the vaccine works against the new variant. Oh, so we don't know. Yet. Racing. So, so we yet. don't know. So we've got some Scientologist so race car drivers so creating these vaccines, huh? That's what I got out of that. I think it's all baloney, Michael. <laughs> all right, so we're talking with Ollie, and Ollie has a restaurant uh, located in downtown Austin, and it's called um, Austin's Habibi. Austin's Habibi. And so very nice restaurant, great food. We're going to get some samples here, I'll tell you, the next time. We're, we're, uh, we going after the show? Shoot, third party show is going to be in right. Austin's Habibi. It's still open, right? Open right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh man, y'all ready to go down there? Good okay. people, good people. Yes, we got to check that place out. All right, so um, and he's we're talking about you know his the restaurant situation of the several break-ins that they've had by the same individual, and the same individuals broken into other businesses in that same strip center there, uh, where he's been broken into seven times or eight times. I, I've been lost. Seven times. I've lost count. <laughs> I mean, <too. laughs> it's like seven. He's been broken into seven times by the same person. Each time he calls the police. You know, he has this person on security camera break into the place, and it's, it's, he's broken in. This person has broken into the restaurant so many times that the police don't even show up anymore. And he's broken in so many times that the court won't do anything about it. Yes. No relief from the court. This is, this is just an unheard of story. Unheard of. And so, I, I, we're, man, we're gonna, I'm going to tag some news stories. I'm going to send this to some media outlets tonight when I get home. Who's that guy over at uh, Fox 7? I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna send Casey, it to a bunch of Casey people. Claiborne. Casey only works on the weekends. We we need to send it to some media outlets oh, for sure because they need to. You know, someone needs to jump on this story because this is just crazy. This is just this is blowing my mind. You know, and then, I mean, and now you at the point now where you want to buy a gun and take your own personal protection in your own hands. You've been broken into seven times. You know this person's gonna come back again. Nothing has stopped this person. The police has refused to respond to you now, and so now you want to get a gun and do what? To protect really my my business. Because it's costing you. Every time this yeah. guy breaks in, it's costing you. You have to re- make the repairs. You have to fix this stuff. Yeah. It cost me like over 10000 to just replace what he took. This is just crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and hopefully you've changed some of your security measures around. Yeah, I, ha- Do- I have been changed all that stuff. Okay, so. good. And there are some other things I'm going to tell you off camera. Uh, what I think you should do now that's going to help you out and and alert you a lot faster when something is going on something is happening. Because there's some other things, some little tricks to trade that you can do. Um, to stop these people from doing this stuff because this is crazy. Obviously, he knows how to get into the place. Um, he's going to keep coming. He's done it seven times. He's going to come again. He's already done it twice this year, Yeah. so he's going to do it again for sure. As yeah. we, especially we get into the holiday season, things get kind of tough, kind of rough for people. He's going to do it again. You take from people that are already struggling who are trying to do things for themselves you know, and provide for their family. Yeah. And so uh, we're, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you out the best I can because I heard this story when you were you, you came to, you know, to Central Texas Gunworks, and you know, you you came to take a class from us to learn, you know, how to shoot, to do everything legal, you know, and I, and I said, you know, there's got to be something else I can do to help you because this is just crazy. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to send someone out the door, and I don't want to tell you, just shoot him, you know. I don't even want to tell you that, you know, that that doesn't even sit right on my conscience, you know. There's got to be, you know, so it's got to be something else that I can do to bring light to the situation because I just don't want to tell you to shoot somebody. You know, I don't want to tell you, just kill him, you know, because if, if no one else is listening to you, this person keeps doing it, then here's your only recourse is just to shoot him. And that shouldn't be my response. 
So, you know, I'm going to do what I can to help you and, you know, see if we can bring light to this and get some other people to talk about this. Uh, see if we can get, you know, reach out to some people at the Austin Police Department, reach out to some people in the court system uh, to figure out, you know, what can be done because this is crazy. And you, you shouldn't have to deal with something like this. Yeah. You know, you're trying your best uh, to do everything right. You know, you live in this country, you're working hard, you work seven days a week, you know, and you shouldn't have to put up with something like this. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate it. It's, it's crazy, crazy. Um, man, I don't know what to say, Zach. I'm just, I, this, I'm just dumbfounded by this story. Completely. Yeah, maybe he needs to hire you as an employee, and then <laughs> you just stay the night there. Private contract. Man, work. I, we, yeah, we have a, a sleeping bag, and you know, <laughs> get us some pillowcases, and put some stuff in the pillowcase, and just go to town on this joker when he comes in. No, you're not getting out of here. <laughs> no, you ain't getting out. Or you do put We're bars gonna... of soap in the end of a tube yeah, sock, right? Yeah, yeah, Tell him yeah. what prison's going to feel like. Yeah, he's going to learn today. Well, this show took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not going to prison, right? No, he's not going. That's terrible. That's right. <laughs> watch That's right. it. Casey, you need to record your voice saying watch it and then click the button so people can hear it when you when you say that. So they can hear no, what we hear. No, no, no. <laughs> man, look at some of this food here. You, oh, man, you guys got some nice food at a restaurant. Yeah, I want the you. Euro play. You already know what you want already, yeah, huh? for sure. I guess we know we're going after here. <laughs> yeah, you're right next to Ali. You're right next to Tiniest Bar, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've uh, actually eaten at your truck before. It's great food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there. Very good. All right. Awesome. Yeah. That's right there, Caddy Corner to Whole Foods, uh, right in front of Tiniest Bar. In mm. between the bar and the buoy, or the buoy, right? Yes, buoy. Yeah. Uh-huh. By Whole Foods? Yeah, a caddy corner. So across both streets from there. Where Whole Foods used to be? Well, no, the downtown flagship Whole Foods. Right. So the, where the old Whole Foods used to be? There's an old Whole Foods? Yeah, it used to be across the street. Origi- oh, well. it's still I've been there. here a long time. Yeah, it's still there. Oh, that little one's still there? Yeah. Across the street? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so, are you in that shop shopping center? Um, we are in the front. Of the that, southeast of the, corner of the, of the old place. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So you pull into that same parking lot like you're going to go to the old Whole Foods. Yes. And park there. Yeah. Okay. okay. The old Whole Foods is where the buoy is now? Uh, no, it's in the corner. Like I think it's South Lamar and 5th Street. That's okay. where the Whole Foods now. Uh-huh. And, and 6th Street, the other side. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so, man, we were supposed to have um, another guest on the show to talk about, you know, the polymer 80s. Um, so we'll find out if we can, we still have time to get this guy on to talk about the polymer 80s. It may be a little too late. We have to bring him on another day to talk about that because we got to talk about polymer 80s because this is, uh, I'm concerned about this. I'm concerned about, you know, this administration is allowing uh, for us to lose another, you know, an, another firearm or another part or another piece, you know, of the, the second amendment, you know, here we are, you know, enjoying ourselves, you know, building, you know, building things, you know, with our family, you know, trying to do things during this pandemic and we're getting all of our little toys taken away. Yeah. All my little toys. What the ATF has done. Um, I looked at what they did with the pistol braces and classifying ARs as either pistols or rifles. Mm-hmm. And now they have added in this terminology that's very vague. And they are adding in other factors, and they're saying, oh, okay, uh, these things that you used to call an AR pistol, well, if it uses a big caliber and it has a, they they use the phrase like substantial recoil, 
or something like that. If it has substantial recoil, you know what? We don't think that's a pistol. We think that's a rifle. <laughs> Who is this? The ATF. Wow. This is great. What do you and think? So they're using these vague terms and they're not really defining things that they're saying. They're just like leaving it open to interpretation for later, it seems like. Mm. And and people are asking for assistance. Um, like SP Tactical, you know, they're saying, hey, we need they're begging. SP Tactical said they make hey, the braces, right? Yeah. They they sent out immediate release, a press release begging for the Trump administration to assist them in the, in this issue. They said we need the Trump administration to do something to assist us, you know, because this is going to kill their business altogether. This will kill SB Tactical. Yeah, that fist that's just pushing down on them. They're asking it for help. Yeah, and they're like, saying, they're oh, saying, help hey, me. Oh, we need... take your hand off of my head and help me with it. No, more like take your foot off my throat. <laughs> I'm trying to breathe. <laughs> I tell you, and they're begging the SB Tactical Senate press release, immediate release, begging for the Trump administration to assist them in this issue. And the, their, 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 their demands or their requests is falling on deaf ears. Nothing is coming out of the Trump administration. No help, no assistance whatsoever. Uh, but he, you know, the, the Trump administration has fired the, or gotten rid of, or I guess he resigned, um, the AG, right? Or the, the DOJ? Is that what it? The DOJ? Sorry, yeah. I was uh, fact-checking something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the, D the DOJ resigned or whatever, and so, you know, he's, he's good to get rid of people that, you know, he wants to get rid of when he bar? wants to do something. Yeah, bar. So bar is not there anymore, or, or he's leaving, and so, you know, when he wants to get rid of someone, he gets rid of them, but the people we need to get rid of, you know, nothing has happened in the four years he's been there. Because he doesn't want to get rid of them. Yeah, so obviously he wants to do this. Obviously this is something that he wants to do. So this is why he's not that pro-Second Amendment president. Disputing Trump, was. Barr says no widespread election fraud. That's probably why he resigned. He did, he he did he was not fired. Well, that's No, he was not fired. So, it's not like Trump got rid of him, you know. And so in the press release that SB Tactical actually released, they said that hey, um their hope is for the ATF would finally take transparent action to provide clear criteria for brace equipped pistols that would give manufacturers and consumers a way to see if produce if products met the ATF's shift expectations. Uh, and instead, the document is a thinly veiled blueprint for the largest firearm registration and ultimately potentially confiscation scheme in the U.S. history. That's what happened right now. We're losing our AR pistols. Uh, they want you to register them and turn them to SBRs, short barrel rifles, uh, and come after your guns. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about the uh, Trump administration is SB Tactical. We're talking about um, the pistol brace. And SB Tactical released a press release uh, last week at the end of the week. And they said, you know, look, you know, the, this proposed guidance says that it does not have the effect and force of law. Yet 
SB Tactical, in conjunction with the Firearms Regulatory Accountability Coalition and other organizations, will continue to work tirelessly with congressional leadership, the White House, and the Department of Justice to ensure that legal gun owners' rights and the rights of manufacturers are not in jeopardy. Uh, SB Tactical is saying that they believe that the White House is considering weighing in on this issue, but they will not do so unless we make our voices heard. The time is now to come together as a community, as a gun community of the gun owners, retailers, and manufacturers to demand that President Trump preserve our Second Amendment rights. This is our last chance to get this administration to intervene. And this is straight from SB Tactical. This is not my words. Uh, they're saying this is their last chance to get the administration to intervene. They strongly urge you to contact the White House to demand they take swift action to stop and reverse ATF's efforts to ensure arbitrary and capricious decisions affecting millions of legal gun owners. And um, all it takes is just, you know, clicking a little link, you know, from SB Tactical's website, you know, going to the White House, uh, sending the White House an email. They have all this information, you know, on their website. Uh, they're saying, hey, donate to FRAC, which is the Firearms Regulatory Accountability Coalition. Uh, they're saying, additionally, additionally, once the guidance formally posts to the Federal Registry on Friday, December 18th, uh, they encourage you to submit commentary to the ATF and express your frustration and confusion. This is important to ensure a full record before the agency and, and later court that reviews this issue. But because the ATF seems to want to limit participation in the proceeding, it has created complicated rules and deadlines uh, to submit comments in the DOJ proceeding. You will need to follow the instructions below, and the comments that do not follow the below instructions will not be considered. The due date written comment must be postmarked by electronic comments must be submitted on or before January the 1st of 2021. We have a very short time. We have less than two weeks to do this. All submissions received must include the agency's name and docket number, ATF 2020R-10. All properly completed comments received will be posted without change to the federal rulemaking portal, and including any personal information provided, and comments must have a full name, mailing address, and signature. So they're making it very difficult you know, to even provide comments or anything. And, you know, the SP Tactical and in other gun organizations, manufacturers, distributors are saying, hey, we need your help. We need help in this situation. And they're begging for the Trump administration to step in and assist. And so far, you know, the demands and requests, you know, has, has fallen on deaf ears. All right. So what, Zach? What do we do? I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, we're going to lose. <laughs> we're going to lose. Yeah, this is this is it's it's the beginning beginning of the end. And if it it's happens, it will be the biggest expansion of the NFA ever. Because what are there four million right AR pistols, something and, like that? And I, I'm I'm thinking the amount of money and the amount of uh, bump stocks that were lost by you know the the company that was selling them. You know, you're talking millions of dollars. That was only half a million bump stocks, five hundred thousand, right. I think. That roughly. they had to destroy. I think boating accidents are gonna go up. Uh, it's, you know it's, what I mean? It's just gonna be crazy. Yeah, they just... Boating accidents. But they wanna entice people to um register these AR pistols by giving them f a free tax stamp, basically. Instead of paying two hundred dollars like you normally would, they're saying, Oh hey, you know, if you do this by this date, you give us all your information, 
You uh, you know, jump through all the hoops that we make. And that tax stamp, that tax stamp process for free. And that process is so long, you know. Is, oh, we it's make, already nine months backlog right, right we, now. We make it easy. We make it easy by, you know, giving the, you know, providing the kiosk in the lobby, uh, per, you know, helping with the paperwork, getting submitting the paperwork, and all that stuff. So we make it easy on that aspects of it. But it's it's crazy. Uh, but but lately, if what I've seen is the people that we've turned in paperwork for in like in May and June and July, we're getting their paperwork back. This year. Six months. Yeah. But the people that we turned their paperwork in, in December, we haven't gotten their paperback, paperwork. Oh, but back you yet. know what? This is going to <laughs> allow the ATF to do that. makes, makes no, sense. Right. It oh, makes no sense. Now the ATF, oh, now they need to hire 30,000 new people to handle all this. And you think mm. they're going to fire them after the end of it? No, it's just a huge expansion of the ATF and the NFA. I say we, whatever. You guys know my opinion. What's your opinion? Abolish the ATF. Completely. That's my opinion. So that's all I got for you. That's it. <laughs> Dead <laughs> air. Simple, right. <laughs> all right. So, um, we, and inside the studio we have um Ali. He's the one of the owners of Habibi, Habibi Austin's Habibi. Let me get that right. Austin's Habibi. And we're talking to him about his case where a guy breaks into his restaurant seven times, and the guy, the fourth time, the guy was um, you know the. Third time, I think it was. I've even lost count now. The guy was, you know, actually arrested, you know, by police. He bailed, he bailed out of jail while he was out on bail uh, or, you know, bonded out. He actually broke into the restaurant a fourth time. Then he breaks into the restaurant a fifth time. He breaks in the sixth time. He breaks in the seventh time. And they finally put this guy on probation for three years. Okay. So while he's on probation for three years, you know, we'll see if he breaks in an eighth time. You know, he's already done it twice this year. And so and he's and Ollie has gone, you know, gone through the trouble of actually, you know, contacting the court. He's talking to the prosecutor and in, in the prosecuting attorney. He's trying to start some kind of dialogues like, look, you know, this guy has broken into my place seven times. You know, we need some type of relief. And so the attorney just like, well, you know, what do you want me to do? You know, how much how much did he take? You know, well, he broke in seven times. You know, this guy's got a problem. You know, you so, think this guy's homeless. Um, I Into the mic. So. I don't think so. Do you think that he knows somebody that works for you? No. Well, I don't know. I this is just I've never even heard of a case like this ever. I mean, he's taking two tablets. He's taking your Clover workstation. Yeah. You know the register, and those things are expensive. You know, and he, you know, he's bro- just just the mere fact of just breaking into the place. You know. And so the, the Travis County uh, uh, D, uh, assistant district attorney that's handled this case is Gustavo Garcia Jr. Um, and, you know, man, I, I just this is just crazy to me. You know, Gustavo Garcia Jr. Come on, sir. You're the, you're the, you're the assistant district attorney. Uh, this guy's he's done this seven times and, you know, he's done it to other businesses. You know, this is crazy. Is this how you treat the immigrant community? You know? Gustavo Garcia Jr.? Yeah, it's insane. I almost want to give his phone number out, but I better not do that. I get in trouble then. Can you? No, I can't. All right, you have to send that to me. All right, so yeah, we we're we're gonna help you out though. We're gonna do what I can, uh, help you out. You know, tighten up your security a little bit, because uh, I don't like telling you to go out and just shoot someone. You know, I like to give you some other things to do, some different things. Preventative measures. Yeah, preventative measures. Walk, I want to walk through the business. I want to help you uh, change up your security a little bit, and you know, and to help you you know, stop this from happening because obviously this guy knows how to get in. He keeps doing it over and over again. He's very persistent. 
So we're going to help you out and try to, you know, uh, try to do what we can on our side. Yeah. And, and, and we're also going to eat some food, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to eat <laughs> in the process. All right. So, well, man, I tell you, hey, that's all I got. You know, I'm just I'm spent this that that story there just really took the life out of me um, completely took the life out of me. And for all those people that are out there that are talking about, you know, still supporting this current administration, saying they're pro 2A, you know, you might want to rethink your priorities and rethink your life because, you know, we're losing right now. It's December and we're losing a lot under this current administration by this current Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms. You know, as I'm speaking right now, I'm actually texting one of my attorneys in D.C. right now, <laughs> going back and forth while I'm on air right now about, you know, what's happening, you know, and what are some of the things that we can do uh, to stop this stuff from happening? Because uh, this is just getting, it's, it, it's, I'm concerned, I'm scared, I'm worried now, and I've never felt this way before. I am worried, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about, you know, our way of life. I'm concerned about where this is going, because this is just the beginning. If we can do this on the Republican president, imagine what can happen on the Democrat president. If we can do this, you know, um, when the Republicans control the Senate, uh, the Democrats control the House. What, we are what, what done would happen, for. What would happen if, you know, Georgia, you know, the, the Democrats win one of those races or two of those races in Georgia? We are done for. You win two of those races in Georgia, then we're going to lose the Senate. And this is what we're talking about. And meanwhile, in Texas, we got that Terry Mesa bill. Yeah. As go Georgia, we'll go the rest of the country. As go Georgia, there goes your firearms. As goes Georgia, there goes your AR pistols. As goes Georgia, there goes your polymer 80s. As goes Georgia, there goes your magazines, your 30-round 30, 30 capacity magazine. As goes Georgia, you're going to have to get that SBR and get that tax stamp, pay $200. As goes Georgia, you're going to have to register your firearms, register your AR pistols. Just remember that. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've listened to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 